Hey, hey, freelancers. So before I forget, this is actually, you can find this and subscribe to this on iTunes. And um, I've never mentioned it before, but go ahead. I would appreciate it. And leave me a question in the comments on iTunes and I'll get to it. I was just looking today and there was a great comment left there and I, I hadn't responded to it. So thank you for whoever left that comment. I do appreciate it. And you can easily go to res.com slash iTunes and you could subscribe there. So <clears throat> let's just jump into today's question. I got this question through Twitter and it's how do you build a sales pipeline? Look, there isn't a silver bullet or magic beans when it comes to this. It's going to take time and effort, but well worth the work when you do it. And the more and more you do it, the better and better you get at it. So before I jump into the 10 steps that I use, um, I want you to first keep in mind three, three or four things, I think. I don't remember the count. <clears throat> but most will ignore you or respond with a no, right? Um, let's be honest. Your, your prospects are busy. Many don't even have the time to do their own things that they want to do in any given day. So being reached out to by someone who they have never heard of before is pretty close to the last thing on their minds. So, which brings me to number two, let's face it, you are selfish. You are being selfish, right? I mean, you're reaching out, wanting to convince this person to pay you money. So if they ignore you, you can't be offended, right? You shouldn't be offended anyway. If they reply back to you with some arrogant or in some passive aggressive way, don't be offended, right? Have a little bit of a thick skin here. The number three thing that I want you to keep in mind is be transparent above all else. They know you're trying to sell something. Don't try to beat around the bush with it, but provide them with some value. And I'm, I'll, I'll highlight how you can do this, right? For me, I always want someone to walk away from any interaction with me better than they, than they came to me with, right? And then number four is know who you're serving and what your solution is, okay? So with all that being said, let's dive into the steps. First step, you need to identify the decision makers. Don't go after the low-hanging customer service representatives. It just won't happen that way, at least not for this exercise, right? <clears throat> Number two, explore your own network, right? And see if the folks that you already know, know the folks that you're trying to prospect for. Look on LinkedIn, look on Twitter, look on Facebook, any of your social media platforms, find out if there are connections there. Number three, then hop on that social media platform as well as even the websites of specific companies and find a list of contacts you're reaching out to. LinkedIn is a great way for this. Uh, Facebook is also starting to rise in the ranks for this as well. And then prioritize that list. Number four, see if anyone in your network already can make that introduction to you. So that kind of relates to number four, uh, number two, but do your homework. Right? No one likes to get a random email that they don't know who that person is. Right? If you can make the connection that you have already, right, 
give an introduction, bring you to the table, then it kind of warms things up a little bit. Number five, if that can't happen, then as I said, send out an email, but make it short, relevant, and conversational. By relevant, I mean do your homework again. Make sure that you hit home in the email with their existing problem that they need solved. For example, I've gone ahead and sent short videos of errors that I see on people's websites and show them how it's really affecting their business. They may already know this and that's fine. They may not, right? But at the very least, I've made them aware that I'm someone who can help and solve their problems, but also given them some sort of insight and value to them. Number six, make that email all about them. As my friend Kai Davis always talks about, make it a you-focused email. In fact, if you go to kaidavis.com slash you, Y-O-U, you'll see examples of this in action. So he talks a lot better about it, so go check it out there. Number seven, give them an action to take. Don't ask an open-ended question. Make it super simple for them to either reply with a yes or no. Better yet, if it's someone local to you and you frequent a coffee shop in the area, tell them that you're going to be there at like 10.06 a.m. on Wednesday morning, right? And that it would be a great time for them to come by for 15 minutes to chat. Think you'll be sitting there by yourself? Well, Noah Kagan wrote a blog post several years ago about the best cold email he ever received. And normally he never responded at all to cold emails. And guess what? He showed up and met the guy. So it does work. Number eight, then track that con contact, that outreach through your sales pipeline. Pipeline is always changing. You'll want to move them through that pipeline, whether they qualify as a good lead or if they go out if you go out and lose that lead, right? Keep it simple. Use something like Trello or even sticky notes on a wall if you have to, but just make sure you're moving folks along that pipeline. Number nine, follow up once more if you haven't heard back. Give them a few days. Don't email the next day. It's just not gonna work that way. Three, four days is fine, maybe even a week. But again, make it a you-focused email and relevant right? Provide some more value and maybe even a different piece of value if you can. And finally, number 10, you want to rinse and repeat this monthly, right? Doing this on a regular basis is needed to maintain a healthy sales pipeline. If you aren't book solid today, then do this until you are every single day, right? Like make the list and do it. If you're already book solid, then do this every month or so, right? Every six weeks, whatever it is, whatever that is that you need, because don't think that just because you have work now that you don't need those leads. Building the relationship and earning the trust takes time. If you are booked now, but then aren't next month and then need that work next month, the time is now to schedule it out. If you wait until next month to do that, You'll be without work until two months from now. Keep in mind during this process that 
someone is looking to improve their life and you want to help them see why you are the one that will help them get there. And in the end, you'll both have healthier businesses. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Right at the end, huh? And in the end, you will both have healthier businesses. So until next time, it's your time to live in the feast. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast